0: movies in 4k welcome to episode 36 i am bill shetty
1: i'm lady phantom
0: and two quick announcements for you we finally lady phantom deducted the family genre and replaced it with biography
1: yeah (laughs) yes family is way too general
0: right and we only had one the wizard of oz but it's still in the duly noted categories for that movie but we're going to have more biographies so to speak
1: yeah i suppose like in the long run it's going to be more biographies than family yes
0: well we already have four so we updated them on the list so if you pop down on billshetty.com on the right You'll see the biography genre and you can see what we've covered in that. Now, I didn't tell Phantom this. Funnily enough, I think we're on every single podcast directory now. This site and app took forever to get approved, but we are now on Pandora also.
1: Oh, wow. That is so cool.
0: Yes. So we are everywhere out there Spotify iHeartRadio are the two notables and actually are higher rated and have more listeners to podcasts than Apple Music and iTunes now
1: oh okay well yeah it makes sense right I mean Apple Podcasts is just
0: for Apple users but now you yeah but it's surprising because you know iTunes is popular on Windows yeah you can't go wrong and I don't think the Apple Podcast app is on Android. I forget.
1: iTunes is, as you said, I mean the the thing to put music on your Android. I mean it's there, but the the podcast app itself is not on Android. Right. So,
0: so kudos to Spotify and iHeartRadio, and now Pandora, which is a hugely popular app. So you can get us there now. Well, current events, I'll go first, Lady Phantom, and I'm sure you have heard this, but last week you mentioned Sean Connery had passed. This week it's Alex Trebek. Yes. And he is a household name. You know, 37 years he did Jeopardy. He was, or is still, the longest-running game show host. And when you think of game show hosts, who do you think of, Bob Barker and Alex Trebek? yeah pretty much
1: yeah and the 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 guy from wheel of fortune but i don't know
0: his name yeah Kasich. i can't remember his chuck chuck uh i forget his name (laughs) somebody's gonna tell us out there and richard dawson who did family feud back in the day and then there's been many other hosts of family feud but yes, he was 80 years old. He died at home, and apparently he had some form of cancer He had last pancreatic
1: year. cancer, and he had been battling it. That's what he died of. I mean, he died, thank God, he died peacefully at home, I think in his sleep or something, but it was from pancreatic cancer.
0: Yes. Yeah, so condolences again this week for Alex Trebek fans and their family out there. So what do you have, Lady Phantom?
1: Well, I have something actually from Bolivia. So, you know, last week was the Day of the Dead, November 2nd. But there is this tradition in Bolivia. They decorate skulls with sunglasses and cigarettes to honor the dead. (coughs) I, I just found it very interesting. They have this tradition in which skulls are decorated and paraded. These skulls are known as ñatitas. And they are paraded to the cemetery a week after All Saints Day, which is a week after November the 1st. So basically what they do is parade these skulls and ask them for favors. Like they believe that if they ask the whatever they need, it will be granted. And I just thought it was so interesting that Should I, have
0: been last week's topic, but... <laughs>
1: No, because it's today. I mean, we are recording on November the 8th, and that is one week after All Things Day, oh, so it's okay. happening today, you know? But I, I just thought it was so interesting how some cultures celebrate something so different from you, and, and I think it's always nice to know about other countries' traditions.
0: Yes. Does it bother you that they're changing your national tradition
1: no because they're not changing my anything these these uh, people but have they're
0: using sugar skulls
1: no 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 actual skulls
0: oh okay
1: <laughs> yes oh I, no.
0: <laughs> I must have missed i've been reading here while she was talking so i missed that
1: yeah no they it, it apparently it has its roots in some tradition they have down there about disinterring the 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 skeletons of people like a year after they are Buried. Don't ask me why, but <laughs> they do this, and then they decorate them and parade them, and people ask them for favors, you know. And uh, people say that they have gotten what they what they wished, but this is uh, rooted in Quechua traditions, so it has nothing to do with the Day of the Dead itself.
0: All right, there's your weird fact. <laughs>
1: I know you week. <laughs> You can
0: count on me for this kind of weird stuff. There you go. Viva Las Vegas. All right, this time around, we're covering a movie from 2001. Maybe you have heard of it and maybe you haven't. It is called 3,000 Miles to Graceland. And who stars in this one, Phantom?
1: Kurt Russell, Kevin Costner, mm-hmm. David Arquette, um, Christian, Christian Slater. Slater. And I forget the other guy's name.
0: And the purveyor of the casino was who? Paul Anka. And we do have some other stars in this, by the way. But anyway, you have these band of thugs, convicts, who basically just got out of prison. And they are ready to heist the Riviera Casino in Las Vegas during... Elvis Week.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you get an an array of characters here.
0: Yes. So they all dress up as Elvis, (laughs) some funnier than others. (laughs) And Bokeem Woodbine is another one of the five. Oh, that's the one I didn't
1: remember. Yes. Right.
0: So there's five of them. They got rifles, shotguns, and they got tools, and they go in dressed as Elvis. So. They're inconspicuous, and there's Elvis shows going on and everybody walking around. And funnily enough, they still do that out here. It's not near as popular as it used to be back in the 90s and before that. Like, it was a big thing. And we hear a little bit about it when it comes to that week around here, but it's nowhere near like it used to be. I think because the more generations go... Even though everybody knows Elvis, it's just dwindled in stature somewhat. I agree, yeah. So yeah, they break in with guns. They want to do it on the down low. They want to get in and get out, but things go awry. As they usually do, yes. Right, and you get gun battles and stuff inside the casino. A lot of action parts here and stuff. And they make it up to the roof and they're waiting on the helicopter pilot i <laughs> know that and it's come, like where is he where is he but right and then they get attacked up there so not all of them get away and then there's other side plots here and i'll just name a few before this casino action here we see that kurt russell meets this young woman at this town outside of vegas
1: mm-hmm, played which, by courtney cox
0: yeah right who is one of the main stars in this actually and he sort of gets in a relationship, and she has a kid. The kid plays a pivotal role in this movie also. And then you get another side plot with Murph, who is played by Kevin Costner, who believes truly that he is Elvis Presley's son, mm-hmm. acts like him, stuff like that. I'm not going any further Yeah, and that. he
1: won't stand for any dissing against right. his possible dad
0: and i'll just say he may or may not really be elvis's son but it's a running thing during the movie then we see this one ongoing battle with kurt russell and kevin costner and you know they get away with some sort of money millions of dollars mm-hmm. and um that's what it's about. It's about them escaping the law. They're being tracked by the FBI, which is a couple more famous stars. Yeah. Kevin Pollack, again. Yes. Who was just in Casino that and we And Thomas covered. Hayden Church. Right, which I never knew this guy.
1: I have. I mean, I've seen him in different things here and there, his, including, including Spider-Man
0: movies. <laughs> his voice sounds identical to Scott Glenn. Oh, my God. Like... You would think it was him if you closed your eyes or turned away, like it sounds identical. The one problem I got with this movie, Lady Phantom, is probably the FBI agents. They just don't take it serious. Now, this is a more lighthearted movie. It is serious at times, mm-hmm. but it's made to be fun.
1: Yeah, you're right. They don't take it seriously enough, let's say. Like, you don't feel that power that you should feel from FBI
0: people. They're traveling all over this country looking for these five people that killed a lot of people in the casino and robbed them. And, right, they're maybe making offhanded comments and stuff. It's just not, like, a serious role for them.
1: Yeah, and it should be because, I mean, these people, as you just mentioned, they killed a lot of people like they are hardened criminals
0: yes and they shot up this uh casino and another key part is they don't know who it is because they're dressed as elvis so they have a way of going about that with clues and things like that but i would say the primary focus really to me lady phantom and it might be different to you is the battle between russell and uh costner
1: yeah, that's mainly it. It's it's like a, a cat and mouse all the time in which the, the roles reverse right. here and there. And so. While
0: the FBI agents are in it every 10 minutes, you see their updates and where they're tracking them and stuff like that. It's just like off to the side. Mm-hmm. You're more interested in what's going to happen with the money in these two characters.
1: Yeah, because I think the, the special thing about this movie is that you would think that the cannon mouse thing would be like between the criminals and the police, but it's not. It's between the two bad guys. Like in this movie, and there the are woman. no good guys.
0: And the woman. And Courtney the woman. Cox.
1: Yes. This is a movie with no heroes. There are just anti heroes and the FBI uh-huh. who basically do end up doing nothing.
0: Not really. Yes. Kevin Costner is a hardened criminal, he oh, doesn't yes. play games. Kurt Russell is a nice guy <laughs> convict
1: nicer yeah
0: like he purposely don't kill anybody in the casino he like shoots a mirror or something you know so they fall on glass and things but he don't shoot them in the head where yes. murph just goes after people he just wants to get away
1: yeah and it might be good to mention that the um kurt russell's character is fresh out of prison so like he's in no well, they
0: all were that's my impression i got i mean they were cellmates oh yeah you're right
1: yes but it's like he has like he's in no rush to go back but kevin costner he is just like
0: and this is one of my favorite roles for kevin costner because you don't see him in roles like this
1: yeah i mean he the things that he has this calm face to him and it's like the, the good guy roles just suit him so well but in this role as a bad guy and not yes. just bad the worst oh he he plays he's it amazing so well.
0: like he really should have done more roles like this in his heyday in my opinion i mean i love kevin costner i'm a huge kevin costner fan i can't think of one movie i didn't even like that he was in mm-hmm. so a lot of kevin costner <laughs> movies i enjoy Sound very good. Okay. We got to talk about the Vegas aspect. It takes place in Riviera. Mm -hmm. This is another one, Lady Phantom. There's not really much in Vegas.
1: No, it's just that. But it is
0: cool to see the outskirts of town in the end of the 90s, early 2000s, how the desert landscape is because Mm -hmm. that's where they go.
1: Yep.
0: In the beginning of the movie, and then when they escape, and then they're traveling across the country but you do get that casino action you get some flybys because of the helicopters and stuff like Mm -hmm. that so that's really cool what else would you like to talk about there's a lot of jokes in this
1: yeah it's very
0: and i thought it was funny there's a lot of funny one-liners in here to me
1: yeah i I wouldn't call it like super quotable or anything but yeah it's not i actually i would say it's more like it's more a drama Oh yeah, else. but it's
0: made to be witty. I, yes. I, I like that because maybe the jokes just landed to me. Like David Arquette has a couple, and I'm not a big David Arquette fan. But he oh was good yeah, in this. like
1: I can count in the fingers of one hand like movies that I like David Arquette in. So yeah, I, I really don't like the guy, but yeah, he's okay. But I, the one I enjoy the most, I think, is when they are in the highway and he says something about elvis and kevin costner literally stops the car and is like what did you say yes <laughs> about the king <laughs>
0: yes that's what's oh, good my. i think it was christian slater they were saying who's gonna win frank sinatra or elvis presley
1: oh yeah you're right mm-hmm. and, and
0: then- this is when you start to learn about the murphy character and i liked all their sideburns they were all real they weren't painted on or nothing yeah so that was really cool i mean kurt russell looks a lot like elvis really
1: yeah especially with his hair done like that and everything and he's amazing as usual
0: i mean all the acting do you agree all the acting all around was great there's yeah there's no person that did lower than average or no. nothing everybody stood out everybody brought it even the little kid that's in this
1: especially the little kid that is in this <laughs>
0: okay and that's a huge side plot in this because the little kid's a little thief so you have things going yeah on he's a him.
1: character on on his own and he was amazing
0: yes and there's a lot of uh, mystery would you say in this no i don't know mystery. about mystery but there's Things that the stories weave in you towards, but comes as a surprise.
1: Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs>
0: with the Courtney Cox character oh, with well, the yes. money. Yeah, you never quite know who's on the up and up. Let's put it that.
1: Yeah, way. I think the only characters that are very forward are the criminals, mm-hmm. really, because uh, I mean, with this woman and her son you get something but it's not really what you think it is and that develops and it becomes interesting
0: yeah and surprising to me this is rated really low on imdb and the user reviews you see a lot of negatives on this movie and i just don't get it really it's a really fun movie the acting was outstanding Like I said, you've never seen Kevin Costner in a role like this. And Kurt Russell's great. Even Courtney Cox, another one who I didn't, (laughs) it's not one of my favorite actresses. I think this is one of her best roles too. Like she has a nice arc to her character. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it gets sad at times. There's some nice battles here. Oh, you got Ice-T in this too.
1: Oh, yes. He is good he's good in this but it's just so hard as i mentioned to you when we were watching it just so hard for me to to see him as a criminal because i spent all those years watching him in svu the law and order and he plays a cop so <laughs> seeing him as a as a hardened criminal was kind of odd but yes. he plays a great part
0: so there you go that's our vegas movie of the week so what's going to be your rating and recommendation lady phantom
1: I think it's a seven out of 10. Very solid movie. And uh, I think you should definitely watch it. I don't know if it's everybody's cup of tea as to buy it, but at least you should but give why it a chance. Not?
0: It's fun. It's not heady. I mean, sit back, relax, have some cheese and pepperoni. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, enjoy this movie. It's really fun. The characters' dimensions and. It's fascinating to me. I mean, there's some roles in this that were out of the norm of their typical, you know, acting styles. In my opinion, yeah, I I agree with that. I agree with you. Know what I mean? So to me, it's an eight. It's a buy. A shame to say it is not on Blu-ray. You can only get the DVD, and you can get the DVD cheap if you want to get it used on eBay. But it's a fun movie. I've seen it several times, and I'll watch it several more times. It's just a very interesting, fun, engaging movie. So there you have it.
1: Don't let the...
0: i won't live it's alone can't leave it up to him he's knocking our feature review this week is the mule from 2018 listed in three genres crime drama thriller i like it i'm not so sure about thriller i'm fine leaving it in there but
1: yeah it's, it's not sure so not thrilling, thrilling. <laughs> yeah i know but crime and drama
0: definitely so should we drop thriller like i'm cool with dropping it like it's really not thriller at all to me
1: yeah i think so okay
0: so we're dropping thriller this week a crime drama is exactly what it is who directed this one clint eastwood you know this guy (laughs) i think i've seen him (laughs) yes good old dirty harry and one of my favorite movies he directed was the million dollar baby
1: oh yeah excellent movie he's a great director
0: yes he is and we have starring in this
1: yes we have his daughter allison eastwood and himself (laughs) uh, yeah she plays actually his daughter we have a lot of latin guys that i may or may not know from before but the main guy let's say the boss is andy garcia and also you have diane Weist, who is his ex-wife and thaisa farmiga his granddaughter
0: right and Clint one
1: yes of course yeah and he, well you he, ne-
0: didn't say his name so
1: yeah that's that's true yeah he
0: is the star of this. he is the star of the all movie all right read that synopsis there phantom let's see how good they were on this movie
1: a 90 year old horticulturist and korean war veteran turns drug mule for a mexican
0: cartel all right you want to describe that horticulturist what that is
1: he basically grows flowers a horticulturist can grow different things like flowers, fruit, etc. In this case, he grows daylilies, which is a variety of uh, flower that is special in which it only blooms for one day. It only lasts one day, and that's it. But he is like all in on this, and he goes to c- conventions. That's his and life. It's his yeah. life, basically.
0: Yeah, that's a good one sentence synopsis because that is totally what it's about yeah (laughs) all right this movie starts with you see him cultivating flowers and plants and things Mm -hmm. and he lives in peoria illinois and it starts where his daughter is getting married and you see he does not show up
1: because he is at some award thing exactly
0: and you get a feel right away, even with Clint Eastwood's acting right here, that he is sorrowful there, and you don't even know nothing about this movie. Because at the convention, somebody's getting married, and he looks and ponders and like has this look on his face. And you get a feel already that the guy was never there for his family, and mm-hmm. he never was. Yeah. And that's mainly why his wife left him. And he doesn't come around. He's just never there.
1: Mm-hmm. And his daughter, like he Disowns because of him, this, basically, basically they, they stop talking. And then the movie goes to twelve, 12 years. years in the future. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. And that's when he shows up to his granddaughter's wedding.
1: Well, first not the wedding, the Rehearsal or whatever they have before,
0: and his granddaughter gives him a chance.
1: Yeah, she loves him. him. Yes, she loves him and trusts that he will be there and everything. But we have the situation in which his daughter doesn't want to know
0: anything about him. Right, and they're wondering why he's there and stuff. One thing I missed that's key to this: when it jumps ahead twelve years, he's lost his business. He's Mm -hmm. done. So he goes to his granddaughter's gig there and he's got everything in this truck, his old beat up 60s Chevy truck Mm -hmm. that he drives around in. And he's basically homeless. He lost his house and he's traveling. Well, it just so happens at this party because he needs money, he's broke. You know, he's a guy that doesn't save and doesn't do anything. Mm -hmm. He's just so focused on his occupation and cares about nothing else, basically. Mm-hmm. And somebody approaches him and says, hey, we're looking for a driver. Now, this guy's 90 years old. At this time, he wasn't 90, though. He was, I want to guess, in his 70s somewhere.
1: Well, this I was... mean, not
0: by look. I mean, you can tell they didn't de-age or do anything that Clint Eastwood here.
1: Yeah, yeah. He looked exactly the same as as 12 years before. Right, but, so... I mean, yeah.
0: You got to figure, he was somewhere when he started, when he got this job offer, somewhere in his 70s, I would say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so he knows nothing about it, but he takes it, and that's when you get into this cartel. He doesn't want to know what he's driving across country, and he has pickup spots and stuff, or drop-off spots, and they're real adamant, just leave your keys in the car, leave for an hour, come back. Our bag that they put in his truck will be gone, blah blah blah, and it just transgresses from there. He's making loads of money. He gets yeah. envelopes, and it starts with like ten thousand was his first.
1: Yeah, and gig. then it just multiplies. Yeah, yes,
0: and then it gets up to like a hundred thousand per trip.
1: Yeah, and the thing is, at first, like he says that it's only the one trip and everything, mm-hmm. and they say no, you call us back if you need more money, whatever, and. he he just keeps needing money so he keeps doing this for them
0: yes so he starts getting extravagant he buys a brand new lincoln truck which they don't make them anymore they only made them certain years Mm -hmm. real expensive pickup truck and he buys gold watches he starts helping out his family Mm -hmm. they still don't want to be involved except the granddaughter and then they pop it up on the screen like first trip, eighth trip. He did dozens of trips. It just yes. comes out. But you actually watch him go through each trip and something usually happens on each trip. <laughs> Not very interesting, actually, Phantom. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of this stuff was made up to try to give some excitement during this movie. But there comes a point when something's going to go down. Oh, Just talking about 3,000 miles in Graceland. The FBI on this, Lawrence Fishburne and Bradley Cooper. Not very good. Not very good parts for them.
1: Yeah. It's Lawrence Fishburne is the boss, but then you have Bradley Cooper and Michael Who's Peña. He's an
0: agent, right.
1: Yeah, Michael Peña is the other one. Who is he's? It's refreshing to see him in a non-comedic role, although it's just his delivery. The guy tends to be funny whether he wants it or not, but
0: oh Right, wow. so we covered all the story. It's him making the trips and dealing with the cartel, things change over time there's really nothing to talk about and then it keeps going back to the fbi trying to infiltrate this mule the person that's doing that but the cartels in general because they're getting a lot of pounds of cocaine from mexico into chicago area
1: yeah and it's necessary to mention that this is actually based on a true story yes yeah and this-
0: and that's my problem, I think, with this movie, my per because this while I didn't fall asleep in this, it just feels like they made up so many things there's such minor things happening on this trip like he'll stop and fix a tire one of his trips. they'll stop and eat at a nice restaurant. there's just I don't know it just felt like they kept this story going for. Useless stuff to me, fam.
1: Well, maybe, but the thing with that is an element actually of conflict because, like, when he stops to help a couple change a tire, he has been given specific orders right. not to stop and to be quick and blah 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 blah. Yeah, but this know? guy
0: don't care, really. Uh huh. You know, he's a veteran. I mean, he gets guns pulled on him. And the funny thing about it is the impression I got in the beginning of this movie. he didn't want to know what he was delivering. Curiosity kills the cat.
1: Mm-hmm. But I
0: think he had to know. I mean, really, these uh, were
1: yes. uh, do you think it's gum? I mean, yes. not really. You know, and also it's important to mention that, as you said, yes, probably much of this was made up. But this is an actual guy who was actually like the true story. He was a World War II veteran, but they made it to Korea just for the time frame so it would fit. And he did this job for over a decade. Like this movie only covers what, maybe a year, maybe two. But... Yeah,
0: they really never said uh-huh. in this. You just see him going through trips and you don't know how long's in between each trip. Because he always starts in Texas and he lives in Chicago. Mm -hmm. So he's traveling. And then I'm not sure exactly where his pickup spots was. Whereas uh, O'Reilly's is that you see constantly in this movie.
1: Yeah, that is very, yeah, it's like not very well explained, but it doesn't really matter at the same time.
0: And there's another side story here. Most people like him, but some don't take it really serious. And the beginning little thugs that set this stuff up, they're very trusting. He's done great for many trips. Nobody bothers him. He takes his own roots, basically his own time. And there's another problem with this. (laughs) I felt like they tried a a lot of things to be funny, like there's phones in here. He don't know how to text. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of comedy-type stuff involved in that. I didn't find funny. The first time was okay, but they rehashed stuff like this. Just like he won't let them drill into his truck, of course, because they want to hide the drugs or the loot or the guns, whatever they're transporting. And I don't know, Phantom. It's, it's just done pretty weak to me.
1: Yeah, it was not like the greatest way to, to put the story out, but it works. I mean, I, I thought it was fine.
0: I mean, there's not much more to describe at all. No, it's about his family, his cartel, the owners of the cartel and the side plots of the things. But it just feels like there's so much filler in this movie. Like this is right under two hours. I think an hour and 58 minutes It could
1: have been an hour and a half
0: and it really drags. And I don't know about you, Lady Phantom, but I really did not feel for Clint Eastwood's character
1: he is not a sympathetic character i mean he has regret he tries to do his best for once and he kind of pulls it off but not really and i mean he's just not a very sympathetic character
0: and the whole story wasn't that interesting it was interesting the first couple trips Because you thought something was going to happen. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But after trip after trip, and just small things happen during each trip, it's like, oh my God, like, wow. We're stopping 10 minutes for him to fix a tire. We're watching him eat with his new bodyguard, so to say, because he starts getting watchers, people following him, because the loads start getting bigger and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, but hey. It's the best pulled pork sandwiches Yes, in the whole and world. things
0: like that didn't work to me. Like those no. lines there, that, that type stuff didn't work.
1: No, what it really showcases here is how racism works. You know, who's going to think he's doing anything wrong? He is just a 90 year old. That's the
0: most interesting white guy in the movie.
1: Yeah, and it's funny because at some point, like there's a, a part which is, I I did chuckle a bit. Some, the FBI stops some guy that has a black truck. That's
0: all they know. They're looking for a black truck on Interstate 40 or something. Yeah, and, and that's they're it. Going back and forth, just stopping people with black trucks or who they think it could be because they don't know exactly.
1: Uh huh. And they stop this guy who looks. You know, Hispanic. He's, he's wearing a cowboy hat, <laughs> yeah. and he goes like he is petrified, and he is like telling them, "This is these are the five most dangerous minutes of my life, and you're stopping me." And and then the the Michael Pena character tries to speak to him in Spanish, and he's like, "I don't know Spanish." <laughs> and I mean, it was it was it was a very lighthearted way to showcase something very real, and at I mean, at some point. At the restaurant where where they're eating these pulled pork sandwiches, there's a cop. And, of course, I mean, he is with two other guys from the cartel that obviously they look like they come from Mexico or something. And he gets them out of trouble because he's white, but the cop is just harassing them because of the way they look.
0: Yes, because they're in some little desert town with 100 population
1: exactly and, and everybody's looking at people? them weird and everything yeah, that
0: that stuff wasn't even that interesting it perked you up for a minute because it was really pretty boring
1: yeah actually but, and and it's I it's a know. lot of
0: filler fan yeah
1: like i don't really i mean i understand that they try to do this because i mean it showcases a real situation but it was way too just brushing it you know nothing
0: to really show it's not really a story how they added things in this story
1: yeah it's like
0: to uh try to make it interesting somebody just driving across country with nothing happening delivering drugs it's just not interesting
1: yeah and and it's like it touches on very serious topics but not seriously enough. enough yes and it's not like light-hearted enough it's like it the, the movie tries to be something but i don't exactly understand what it wanted to be now my gripe with this movie my main gripe with this movie and maybe you will know what it is is that if you're playing about like you're you're talking about a mexican cartel you know is it really hard to get actual mexican people to play these people i mean (laughs) come on well
0: i don't know if they were i mean i I isn't.
1: i mean i understand that many of them are mexican-american which whatever you know although they even shouldn't be they should be only mexican why should they
0: they need people here to run the drugs phantom why not can't- the ones that live in mexico well no not the ones okay there. those
1: one are the, the those ones are the ones that i'm talking about the ones that are here but yeah obviously and it, and i'm perfectly fine with the people they cast but really i mean andy garcia a Cuban guy like was it that difficult to and find a Mexican even the person guy
0: that takes over after him you said wasn't Mexican
1: Yeah I mean he looks the part but then it's funny because they speak two seconds of Spanish and I can immediately tell that they are not native Spanish speakers Well I'm
0: glad you're being honest because on 3 from hell you criticize Rob Zombie for that <laughs> so I'm glad you're criticizing Clint Eastwood for this too
1: Yeah I mean it's it's just something that jumps out at me like if you're telling me that that something is taking place in Mexico, then hire people from there, especially if you're going to make them speak Spanish, you know, and the same would go for any other place. Like if you're going to, to, I don't know, be in a movie in Spain, then hire Spanish people. If, if they are going to be in Argentina, Argentinian or anywhere in the, in the world.
0: I will say, I was kind of perturbed in this, and I think they were all bad words, but a lot of times when they're speaking Spanish, they don't pop up subtitles unless it was sentence. Mm -hmm. They pop off two and three words a lot in this movie, and I'm hitting, what'd they say, Phantom? What'd they say? I figured they were curse words, mainly were. Yeah. But you lose some context because every pickup and drop off they speak a little spanish Mm -hmm. and they don't pop the subtitles up only when one of the bosses is telling somebody on the phone they will so you understand but the day-to-day stuff like i had no idea what they were saying
1: oh yeah they were cursing out of their yeah like out of 10 words they were saying 11 were curse words yeah
0: all right i'm ready phantom
1: yeah me too
0: all right i'm giving this a 5.5 it's Better than average for a movie, but it is boring, drawn out. This is my second watch for this. I will never watch this again. There just isn't enough here to keep an audience engaged. If for any reason, this will probably, hopefully not, be one of Clint Eastwood's last roles. I mean, the guy is 90 years old, and I mean he looks very frail in this movie
1: yeah he does
0: i mean he is up there he was fine i didn't think he was great but who else at 90 could pull off this role Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so i'm gonna say avoid i just don't think there's enough here to actually learn what really happened that was exciting all the fbi stuff was not good at all. Worse than even 3,000 Miles from Graceland. At least there was some comedy with them two characters. This, it's like they don't even know what they're doing and they keep talking about the same things. We need drug bus. We need drug bus. We need all through this movie. And what a waste of Lawrence Fishburne in a movie. Yeah. Like, why was he there? Why was Bradley Cooper here? Who I'm not a big fan of him either. But, but why was he here his part was so bad like they could have got any schmuck to do that role like he brought nothing to the role in this movie at all even though i didn't mind watching it it's an avoid there's nothing here you need to see 5.5 5. phantom
1: yeah i'm very close to you i'm gonna give it a 5 i think it's decent it's a It's a decent movie. is it better than average not really it's It's not very interesting like it doesn't have enough meat in there to actually keep you interested i and mean didn't the it ag- just
0: seem like filler all these little trips many and little happens. things
1: many things i mean it's funny because the all the acting is perfect like it's really good all around uh-huh. yeah huh. Yeah, no it's, bad it's, acting it's here totally solid but the
0: granddaughter was the best to me
1: yeah the ex-wife i really like diane weiss too i mean everyone was fine but the story i think they tried to cram too much into this movie and they kind of lost the
0: way a little i personally don't think it should be a movie this would be a great documentary yeah but for a movie there's just not enough happen now if there was gun battles all the time or something or a lot of car chase scenes or something to make a movie out of it but they just added these clever things they thought during Mm -hmm. these trips and it just didn't work it just made it boring long drawn out you're supposed to care about him and his family getting together that didn't really work either i wasn't crazy about diane Weist either really her character but anyway so you're gonna say avoid or rent no
1: i'm gonna say give it a watch just to make up your own mind
0: all right let's get to the good stuff all right how's that 4k disc quality
1: it is beautiful
0: it is i was shocked actually like
1: the first shots of the movie when he is talking when he is doing the the flower thing that looked so beautiful
0: i'm so mad that we're shocked (laughs) lady phantom because this is what 4k is meant to be i mean this ain't no demo worthy disc i'm gonna say right up front but Mm -hmm. this is like the least you should expect Mm -hmm. and to us like our eyes are lighting up when we're talking about it because this is definitely way better than half of them because the picture is just clear vibrant detailed beautiful nice landscapes beautiful flowers plants textures facial coloring everything but this is like the bare minimum to me that a 4k disc should be lady fan, and it's just not the case
1: yes now of course nothing popped not really except for a very few scenes especially one a party that happens at the drug lord's Mm -hmm. place there's fire in there and it looks beautiful no
0: i noticed the scene with the car bumper to chrome there's a couple Uh scenes when he got the lincoln how the light was hitting it was really cool because they were in all over this Lincoln truck.
1: Yeah. There are also scenes, well in this um, pool party, like the, the pool looks beautiful, like all blue and the water looks beautiful. And there's also a scene. I think that's with Bradley Cooper in which it's at night and you see the red and blue of the police car on the people's faces. And it, Really pops, but I think that's it. And all the scenes with flowers, especially at the beginning, oh my goodness, it's like those yeah, and demo. all the
0: grass and everything, yeah. the desert.
1: <laughs> yes, I mean the landscapes are beautiful, and these flowers they look like the demo disks that they show at stores so you will buy the 4K it's amazingly beautiful.
0: Yes, and I got to give credit now to Clint Eastwood because you know he had control over this because he was one of the producers too. Uh-huh. He didn't go with the filmic look which he very could have did easily.
1: Yeah, especially because he's an he's an old school guy. Yes, and he it's, it's an, does everything and this well. happened
0: many years ago so it'd been understandable if they went that route but no. This is shot completely clear not a splotch of grain it's just what 4k was meant to do yes but it's no demo disc it's not the best of the best because there's not wide range of contrasting here it's just a sharp clean beautiful picture there's nothing really to criticize about it yeah now we can start criticizing
1: the sound.
0: Yes. <laughs> Weirdly enough, this might be the first disc I've come across, and you let me know, Phantom, is there was no audio option on the disc. I know. Usually you can put it in stereo, surround, 7.1, Atmos. It's not even an option.
1: Yeah, it's just audio, English. That's it.
0: Yep. And it does come in like four different languages.
1: Yeah, it's, it has, I think, the English, then the audio descriptive, Spanish, French, I think. That's it. It's uh, but, but yeah, that was very odd.
0: Yes, and the sound, this could be a positive to some people, but it sounded like you were in the theater. It has that very theater-esque sound that you know, this hall-type sound
1: yeah and we did fool with the with the sound a bit to see if that was normal and uh, you were changing like to clear voice and everything that's another thing you can change the way it sounds of course but here we were watching it like we watch all the others and it just sounds hollow it sounds echoey it it's distracting
0: it sounded and phantom picked up on this because Mm -hmm. i'm like something's wrong with this disc i said it like after the first scene, I said, "Why does it sound like they're in a damn tunnel? Like what is going on?"
1: Yeah, but then when you started to to fiddle with the with the things, and then I saw that like the modes, you know, like uh, clear voice and uh, this and cinema. And we were watching it on cinema, and I was like, oh, well, yeah, that's right. That's exactly the way it sounds if you're at the movies. It's like and hollow. it did.
0: It sounded exactly the voices sound. I'll tell you what, though. When the music came in, it sounded great. Yeah, yeah. And there was a little surround action. There ain't going to be much in the movie no. like this. There's no gun battle. I mean, there's nothing going on.
1: It's, no, the only powerful. real things that I that I felt surrounded me was the music. Yes. That was yes. it.
0: And I wouldn't say it surrounded you, but it felt more lifelike.
1: Yeah, it felt like it filled It felt like the you room. was at
0: the party or something.
1: Yes. But
0: that's stuff it. Stuff like that. And I will say I did feel part of the video too. Especially in the beginning when they're showing off the plants and stuff and his old house and the truck and things like that. Like it felt like you were there that you could touch the flowers. Oh yeah.
1: That they looked so beautiful. But yeah,
0: this is a very poorly produced audio disc and i have no idea they didn't even give you an option for something else but i mean you can understand everything but it's just a weird very weirdly produced yeah
1: you can understand everything but at some point some dialogue wasn't that clear at all especially with the with the gangster people like they were saying things like very low or something. And, you, and I couldn't really get what they were saying. And I was like, wait a minute, they're speaking Spanish. I should be able to understand it. But it, it was kind of weird. I think it, the, the echo didn't help.
0: All right. What special features are on the disc?
1: Yeah, we have not really many, only two. Special features, we have making of the mule. Nobody runs forever. Join actor, producer, director Clint Eastwood and the all-star cast and crew of The Mule as Eastwood makes his bold return to the big screen. And Toby Keith, don't let the old man In" music video.
0: And that's what I played in the intro there, Mm fam. And that song only plays actually at the end of the movie, funnily enough. It's the outgoing song at the end of the movie. Because yeah. there's something that happens to Clint Eastwood's character, and that's the lead-out song.
1: Yeah, all the rest of the movie are mainly like all these things that he yeah. listens to when of they course. are in and
0: the car. And it's another, fun. Well, see, there's another thing. That tried to be funny there, too, when he's singing. One part was, I would say, I chuckled a little bit. Mm-hmm. But they do that several times, too. Yeah. And it just gets all... Like, they didn't know what to do to make this because just nothing, there's nothing to show. It's a guy driving across country. Yeah. So they had to add things to make it interesting. And to me, it just wasn't.
1: It should definitely have been a documentary, as you yes, said.
0: And it might be out there. All right, Lady Phantom, this is the time. If people are interested in buying this, this is a movie they like. Mm-hmm or they want to add to their 4k collection even though we just told you it's really not worth it i don't think you'd watch this movie twice it's really no need there's nothing exciting to gain from it i don't know maybe like i said with clint eastwood because it's a performance at 90 but we still gotta say there might be a lot of people out there that want to add it so what's your grade
1: uh this is a weird one because it has such great video even though it's not the best because of the popping and everything but the the audio is so irregular i'm gonna say b minus
0: that's exactly what i have
1: and uh it is worthy i mean yeah if you are going to get this movie just for those visuals it's worthy
0: this shines on 4k like i said it's no one you're gonna show to the friends and family like look what my tv can do but when you pop it in there's not a complaint about mm-hmm. it yeah. it looks great beautiful picture clear sparkles in the eyes you get all that stuff you get all the wrinkles yep <laughs> you get that but all of them. it's just the audio you're going to have problems with if you do have a system that's the best way on a soundbar or tv it just didn't work on this movie so let's wrap it up lady phantom and where do you want our listeners to go
1: billsheddy.com sign the guest book give us your requests recommendations suggestions etc as bill already said now we are everywhere so you well, can we've go been saying
0: that forever
1: yeah but now it's official <laughs> now everywhere and just subscribe to us and remember i'm on twitter lady phantom 74 that's it
0: And we'll catch you on the next Movies in 4K. Get that subscription so you know when these episodes come out, which is every Thursday, and then we pop bonuses. Oh, before we get out of here, doing a lot of written reviews again, Lady Phantom. We're Mm -hmm. keeping this rolling along, so you definitely need to bookmark BillSheddy.com. Because we're popping out a lot of reviews. And check out our master list if you just want to see everything we covered with the grade. So, for Lady Phantom, I am Bill Shetty. We will catch you on the next one.